Hello, welcome back to another episode of The Unfiltered Feminine. I am recording this super early in the morning, (laughs) super early in the morning for me um, to be recording a podcast, and I'll dive into that on the pod of why I'm recording, but um, I'm still, you know, welcoming in my morning and drinking my coffee, but... I don't know if I was dreaming or (laughs) it was more like lucid dreaming. I don't sleep very well. And if you follow me on Instagram, I talk about it a little bit. Just um, I have some pretty intense PTSD nightmares and I just don't sleep good. It's very chaotic. It's very restless. It's not sound sleep. And – a couple weeks ago, my psychiatrist wanted me to try a new medicine that has shown, you know, positive effects in people with PTSD. And I tried it and it incited like massive panic attacks. And it could have been the meds. It could have been there was some other stuff going on. Um, but we stopped the meds and the panic attacks stopped. So, I mean, also I do have medical trauma. So, uh, it's all related, right? Anyways, I don't sleep good. So I don't know if this was like a dream or if it was like when I was waking up and kind of like (laughs) in the midst of like that space between like fully awake and you're waking up. But I was like dreaming or let's just say dreaming about this podcast that I was going to record and that I could hear it and I could hear myself talking and it was super weird. But anyway, here I am sitting down to record because I feel like obviously it's super important to record this. And also my um, the batched podcasts I have have already went out, so I need another one to come out next week. So here we go. Um, today I want to dive in. I shared a 10-minute routine on Instagram yesterday morning, and routine and consistency have been a huge, huge, huge part of my mental health recovery and also just like really helping me like ground into who I am in myself. And I do a morning I've I've concocted, constructed this morning routine based on like what soothes me, what soothes my nervous system into alignment. Um like I said I don't sleep well, so some mornings I do wake up at very like my body has already been activated and it's kind of like when you know, if you think about it, the toddler who, you know, wants something and they don't get it and then they're like, well, now I want this and and not in a negative way, but their nervous system has already been activated. And so it's sometimes very hard and this has led to a lot of spirals. And I know online and in the personal development field, you see like how you start your morning is how your day goes. And for me, that's not necessarily fucking true because um, 
like I said, I could wake up super activated and be in a super anxious state, but then by the end of the day, um, it's better. So anyways, let's dive into – I really want to talk about curating. Curating is better than concocting. Curating a routine that feels good to you and I – going to share with you some of the things that kept me from creating a routine and kept me from really like, you know, diving into it. And a lot of that for me was most likely a trauma response. Um, So I we are in August and yesterday, I'm just going to go with what I shared yesterday. Um, journaling. Journaling has been a huge, 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 huge thing. And I'm going to be totally fucking honest. I used to think journaling was such bullshit. Um, I used to think like, there's no way. And there's no way I'm going to get these breakthroughs. And when I tried doing journaling, um, I didn't, I didn't get big breakthroughs. I didn't, you know, I just didn't see where it was going. And I was trying to, you know, just like bypass through life in this journal entry, right? And that is because I really wasn't being myself. I wasn't being true to myself in that journal, right? Like I was still judging myself in that sense of, you know, this is like my journal is going to judge me or like, you know, and this goes back to like conditioning and like fear of being judged and all of that. And really honing in on the fact that my journaling is my own. My journal is not there to be a negative tool for me. It's meant to give me space to express exactly who I am. So a month ago in July, I bought a freaking like dollar notebook from Target. And I think it was only a dollar because it has like a cute, pretty design on it. I'm just looking over at it. Um, And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this for three months. And if I do this for three months and I'm not noticing a change, I'll quit. And I've been finding that if I challenge myself with these like time frames, right? And (laughs) I'm laughing because it makes me think of an incident with therapy, but I've been challenging myself with these time frames and these like rewards-based things, right? Because it's like little steps to big rewards. And it's been, you know, it started off very slow. And I talked about free writing in like a couple pods back. And free writing, I will tend to do sometimes at night and try and dump everything out. It's a tool for PTSD. So you're not having these like horrendous nightmares. And 
it works sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. So I used like the same practice to get myself started. And here I am in August. Sorry, I just hit the mic. August 19th. I'm pretty sure I started like, it's probably been a full month at least, maybe like a full month in a week. And it's going so good. And I don't foresee stopping it. And we haven't even hit the three-month mark. We're only a month in. But I am having these major breakthroughs, not only just with myself in my journal, but I'm applying it to the work that I'm doing in therapy. And some big things have happened in the past two weeks that are very activating you know, for my body, for my nervous system, for just my emotions and all of that. And been diving into it in therapy. And this week was like a total just shift. And I was like, I journaled on it every day. I journaled on it every day for a week to really gain that clarity of is this is this truly feeling good to me? And it really took that long for me to be like, you know, I hopped on therapy and I did do virtual therapy this week because my therapist is sick. And she was just like, wow. And I was like, I know, like, I'm just kind of like shocked that I was able to really dive into that. And I'm like, this is a milestone in itself of actually being able to journal on these things and be super truthful and be myself and it's fucking huge so and and there's no need to like I used to think like you have to do a page or and I started out holding myself to a page and sometimes at the page at the bottom of the page I would have space and not anything else to write and I would make like a to-do list of things that I wanted to do. And it would kind of be like a to-do list, but also like a gratitude list. Like, okay, I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do this. And I'm thankful for this. And, you know, I think there are things like we can start our day with gratitude and make a gratitude list and not be thankful for those. I'm totally an offender of that. I've totally been there. I've totally done that. And you know, but it got me into the practice of just being totally open and honest and real with myself. So I highly, highly recommend. And when I was laughing before, because so I said I've been doing this, right, challenging myself to do these things that I may not want to do. And it brought me back to, you know, I wanted to do yoga the one day and my body, I was just having like a really hard time. Like my brain was like, Kristen, do the fucking yoga. My body was like, "Mm, sit here on the couch. And I bought these cheese balls and they're like more healthy than say the cheese balls I was eating like when I was a kid, right? They're so fucking good too. And (laughs) I was like, all right, do the yoga and you can have the cheese balls. And it was like, like a fucking conditioned dog, you know, who's like, I think about it. It's like I work, I try work with Koga to train him. And it's like, 
I was like, all right, I'll do the yoga. And then I didn't even eat the cheese balls because I felt so good after the yoga and it was almost dinner time that I didn't even eat the cheese balls. But it was the motivation behind it. So think about a tangible, like, what could change in, like, like what could change for you? And I guess that is, that's the true motivation behind me being like, okay, give it three months. If it does nothing, like, it's not a waste of time because it literally, I, it's under, usually, it's under five minutes, my journaling. And depending on, you know, what what comes up. But in the beginning, it was like a couple minutes here or there, jotting some stuff down. So it's not like it's a total waste of time. You're still getting like making a to-do list or whatever it is. It's you in your own, it's you in your mind and a chance to get whatever is on your mind onto the fucking paper. So yeah, thinking about what would the reward be? Where could you be three months from now? And and, and it could be just that of creating what do you want to create for yourself in that time frame? And, you know, I don't know, like, what is it? And do, fuck, sometimes you need the the reward and that's okay. It, it's fine. Um, a lot of us are like broken inner, we have broken inner children that we're trying to reparent in a healthy way. And, you know, sometimes you just, you got to go with what you know. So journaling has been huge to creating a consistent routine for me. And and I'm not going to lie, some days like if I get super busy, I don't get to it. Um, that is one of the things that like is kind of on the – I have the certain things that it's like I have to do this because it feels good. And the reason, you know, it feels good is because – what I didn't know all those years that I was like free flowing, right? Just go with the flow is like that's so avoided. But then when this debilitating anxiety developed, it was like consistency soothes it, right? Like you can't, if you've ever seen like those memes of like, you know, somebody's like, oh, we're going to go later or like we're going to go with the flow. And anxiety's like, what time does the flow start? I need to know. And that's part of where it all comes from. So creating consistency and I get it. Obviously, my morning may look completely different than your morning in the sense of your obligations, your your things to do. And I am one of those. I am (laughs) – I'm that one who is like, I don't want to get up earlier. Oh, excuse me. To have to get it done before I have to do X, Y, and Z. And that was really my basis yesterday in sharing that quick, like under 10 minutes when I recorded it. I wanted to see exactly how much time it took. And it took about 10 minutes. And I shared it. And it's like, okay, even in 10 minutes, you can you can soothe yourself, soothe your body, and, you know, grind into the day. And I guess that's what 
was so I maybe that's why it was on my mind. Maybe that's why it was this like lucid dreaming, <laughs> whatever it was. But creating consistency and creating this tangible safety because it's tangible safety, right? And so I'm just going to give you a rundown of my morning. So I'll wake up and I tend to set my alarm for eights and I try and wake up around eight o'clock every day. And my that's obviously my morning as like I don't have to get my kids to school or anything like that. My kids are older. They are, you know, they play in their room in the morning and they're very self-sufficient in the morning. They can go to the bathroom by themselves. So I get it. That is like, that's the stage of life that we're in. Um, And when I get out of bed and I, I give myself time to wake up. I don't just like shoot up when my alarm clock goes off because I found that that is like way more activating to me. So even if I if I need to be somewhere, right, before and I need to like give myself a few minutes, I will wake up a few minutes early to give me that time to actually lay in my bed and wake up and like stretch and just kind of like move around and move my body before I'm getting out of the bed. And I know that doesn't work for some, so it's all in what works for you. And then I sit up, I put my feet on the ground and I kind of sit there for a minute, just kind of like shaking into the morning and I get up and I brush my teeth, wash my face, um, get dressed. And I say get dressed because I sleep naked. Um, and that became a routine too of the my whole like face routine. And I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but washing my face and using serums and having a whole routine in that sense created consistency. And it was the same thing. And it would be because like I would wake up and be like, okay, well, I'm going to take a shower or like if I showered the night before, like, okay, well, I'll come back to this. And some days it would be like, two days and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't washed my face. Or like I got in the shower without my cleanser and it's like, okay, I'll wash it. Like all these just like things, right? So I made it a priority. Start it. And then all of a sudden it becomes a habit of like getting out of bed and washing my face. I use cold water to kind of give like a cold, uh, cold exposure for anxiety. It's something I'm trying out. And uh, yeah, I do that. And then I get up and I, you know, come out and I make my coffee and I have my coffee. And my coffee is even like a routine, right? So I use an espresso. I have, I put collagen in it. And, you know, it's like a whole thing. And sometimes the kids want to help and, you know, that's fine and great and awesome. And then I like to either go outside and sit outside and have my coffee unless it's like way too hot because the coffee's too the coffee's hot or like today it's raining and it's like nah. Um super humid as fuck. And 
that's what I do. And I sit and I listen to an audiobook on my Audible or and I oh my gosh, Bandai Guru, if you're not subscribed to her horoscopes, she does them intuitively. They're so spun on. I read that every morning. And it's just that routine, right? It like sets it up. And that's how it starts. And I have made a bargain with my children. And if they need something, they'll come get me and, you know, all of that. But I ask for that time to really just like settle in so that I'm not like reactive in the sense of, you know, as I said, sometimes my nervous system needs soothing in the morning because I've had nightmares all night or I haven't slept well. And I don't want to take that out on them, right? It's not their fault, you know? So we have our own thing. And I have, they have their own. I started doing this with them too, of where I bought them journals. And for them, I obviously, I do a checklist. I do, um, and I do two prompts and they can draw pictures or they can write or however it is. But they have a morning meditation and a bedtime meditation. So they can also ground into their morning, ground into like, and so that they're learning as they grow, right? That this time in the morning before they do their things, before they, you know, get up and get moving for the day, that they do this, their own self-care. And I think that's super important. And basically after that, once I have my coffee, a lot of times I make smoothie. And then if I come upstairs and do my journaling and, you know, if I need to do any type of like body work, it depends if I'm going to do yoga that day or just whatever I'm going to do. And it's not at that point, I think that's where like it's still kind of unstructured where I'm still curating like that perfect design, I guess, in that sense. But that's where it's at. And that consistency alone helps me get out of bed every day. And that probably sounds so like you're, you may be thinking like, well, I don't have a choice. I have to get up. And I get it. I get it. A lot of times for the majority of the past 10 years, I had to get up because a kid needed something, right? And a kid needed this and I need to do this. And, you know, finally, I'm getting up for me because eventually it is true that our kids do grow up and, you know, our kids don't need us to get up and maybe our job needs us to get up and all that. But when we're not doing it for ourselves, we lose a part of ourselves in that sense. And, I think this is a self-care tip for everybody, regardless if you work for yourself or you work for a company or you're a parent or you're not a parent or you're just a, you're a partner. And if we're not prioritizing our own self-soothing needs in that sense, right, what is what is outcome is the word that's coming, but that's not the word that I want. (laughs) What is the effect? Because 
in reality, when it's like, before I was in therapy and I knew that I was just like so stressed in the morning, right? And I didn't know why. I would just like be, it was like waking up from a terror, right? And it's just like, you know, I have kids coming at me and all of these things and it's just like, oh my God. And it's like all of a sudden then it's like, okay, everyone just stop. But maybe not in like that. I'm using my podcast voice right now. It's probably a little bit louder, a little bit scarier. And that's just the truth of who I started becoming when I was dealing with this terrifying fear and anxiety before I knew how to soothe myself, before I knew, before I was on Zoloft, before I was in therapy. And even in therapy, it, it got worse before it got better. And, you know, it's really like the work that I've been doing the past since we moved to Houston. Um, it's a little bit different than the therapy that I was doing before. It's it's working a little bit better, but it's also where I have now taken the tools right? Like taking the tools that I as like a life coach know that need to be done and utilizing them for myself. And that sounds so like, well, why weren't you doing it? And it's like, well, we are our worst enemies. And a lot of my my wounding in the sense, and it, it's all on my self-worth that I'm not worthy of having, doing all the things. And and that's, that's how it's easy to put myself on the back burner and, you know, put my, put my kids first and put everyone else first, right? And forgetting that oxygen mask for myself. Because really creating consistency and soothing your nervous system and soothing your body and all of these things, that's putting your oxygen mask on. And in that whole self-care, like we've gotten so far from, you know, I like a good bath, but self-care became these things like it, it just is like go get your nails done or go get, you know, to go take a bath and go do this. And that's great. Those things are self-care, but if we're not actively working through our emotions, if we're not actively working through these things, because I can tell you this, when I was getting, you know, my nails done, I wasn't actively working through, all I was doing was focusing on getting my nails done. And then I was going to walk back into the house and the same things were going to be an issue. And I'm not saying anyone who gets their nails done is bad. Um, I still get my nails done. And I've been painting my own nails too, because I've been trying, I don't know why. It's because I have anxiety of going somewhere new because in Arizona, I got my nails done three times in Arizona and I wasn't happy any of the times. So actually it was more than three times. I think it was four. Um, and I just wasn't happy with <laughs> any of them. So, ooh, my contact. All right. So, okay. We are – this is a longer episode. We are like almost at 27 – we're at 27 minutes. So I'm going to wrap it up. But I want you to think about this and think about for yourself. And maybe your first journal entry is what could creating a consistent routine 
do for me? Or what would it look like? Or what would it feel like? Or, you know, go back to like think about as a kid when you're learning things and you're like, who, what, where, when, how, all of those, like the same strategy applies. But thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And I'm sending y'all all the love and all the light. Love you.